comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Episode 221. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Hey, what were you expecting? A con show or something? Because this is not a con show. Stop the presses. I decided I'd give myself a break and not try to edit that con show Mm -hmm. in a span of three hours. Oh, there is a con show. Yeah, but you'll get it next week. It'll be episode 222. It's our little secret. 222. This episode... 222. It's 221, and it's 100% Frank Free. (laughs) Why is that so funny? I don't know. It's, it's just it's 100% Frank free. Well, Frank's actually going to have to listen to this one. This episode or, or 221 not, is sponsored by the absence of Frank A. Rencon. Yay! Hey, not that well, I'm Stand not taller. clapping, you know, because he's not Breathe here. Breathe deeper. Just, yes. Run faster, jump higher. Well, the air may be a little cleaner Frank A. Here. Rencon. Oh, Frank. Frank. Frank so we figured Frank. while Frank wasn't here... Bill and I would talk about Frank likes it too, but uh, Bill and I would talk about one of our favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go to this is really our bailiwick. Yes, you can go to Discount Comic Book Service and look at all their specials because they really are the sponsors of the program. Yeah, but um, don't don't go to uh, DCBS or In Stock Trades if you're looking for um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force episodes because they won't be there no they won't they're not on youtube either as far as i know you can go to itunes mm-hmm. or you can go to adultswim.com see that's to find it's probably a lot cheaper to go to adultswim.com how's yes. your uh how's your forearm oh i just thought i saw uh-huh. something weird on my arm there ew like i hope it's not cancerous like one of those things that's what happened when you get old you know dude i know what Happy Father's Happy. Day. It's a little early for Father's Day. I know. Okay. Is that your Father's that's Day sweet. gift for him? Oh, that's that's really nice. If it it's a just, necklace? It it's fit. a necklace with a... No. Okay. I was about to do it. That's a little tight joke, but you know, maybe I'll save that if she comes back. 
so for those of you that don't know, Aqua Teen Hunger Force is the greatest animated show on television. At yeah, this it point is. In time. Yeah, with apologies to uh, Family Guy. Yes, and the Venture Brothers. Um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force has been on the show for uh, what seven, eight seasons now on the TV. Seven or eight seasons with about an average of thirteen episodes per season. Okay, because so I was about to say. Uh, yeah, it seemed like aren't a lot of those box sets like ten Most episodes? Of them, ten the ups? first, they're called volumes, and <clears throat> they don't necessarily correspond with the season. Oh, okay, okay, um, that's what's confusing. Yeah, but and and I don't understand why they do that. You know why they won't? Yeah, just put out season one or season two, but like season or I'm sorry, volume well, one of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Had, I guess it's so they can sell ten volumes instead of seven. Maybe, maybe, maybe. and if so, that's fine. They had 16 episodes on the first volume huh. of, of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force DVD. But I don't know whether or not there was a, that, actually that many episodes in the first season. I don't think there were. There might have been, and then they went. It doesn't really matter. The point is you can get them. The Aqua Teen Hunger Force is a pistachio milkshake named Master Shake. A raw ball of meat called Meatwad, and a box of fries that levitates called Frylock. And when did we find out that he's a pistachio milkshake? Because I did, I never knew that he was a pistachio milkshake. Well, I think you can say it's pistachio because in the very first episode he activates his shake power. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and he, he concentrates out, really hard, and it goes. Yeah, it squirts out green yeah. green milkshake. Right. What else could oh, it be? Oh, okay, okay. It could be mint. And they do actually reference uh, him being pistachio. They do. And yeah, you showed me episode one hundred. God, I'm such I'm such a jack wagon. I have not seen many or most of the episodes from the last season. I don't know what happened. Things, life. Well, at one point, I was uh, I was doing what I thought was the, the most awesomest thing in the world. I would just record the entire Adult Swim Sunday night block from like 10 or 10.30 until midnight. And at some point, Verizon uh, Fios decided that's too complicated for me to remember to record a channel from 10.30 to midnight. So I'm just not going to do it at all. Huh. And... Yeah, luckily they, you know, an eleven-minute show fits into a fifteen-minute time slot real easily. So I could have just said, "Hey, just season pass, ATHF." Mm-hmm. But because I'm know, insane, I never did. I, I still don't know what I'm thinking. On the Dish Network, deals. Well, let's let's not jump ahead. I was jumping ahead in the future. Um, actually, to current time, what's he singing? I don't know, but he that dude's got some pipes on. Sounds him. Sounds like Superman theme almost. <laughs> Um, Louder, Sage. So at the end of the last season of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, they hit their 100th episode. And was that the last episode? I don't think it was. Okay. But at the end of that um, episode, they reinvented the show as the Aqua Unit Patrol Squad. And One. I don't think the one was Or the there. one wasn't there yet? No. Okay. And it was a, like a new cartoon in the flavor of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And in fact, Meatwad was a, shaped like a dog, and he went, meaty, meaty, moo. <laughs> they um, did the same thing with uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold uh, uh, this last season. We had uh, that uh, episode that I put on for Sage, the one with uh, uh, Batboy and Reuben. The, uh, yeah. the it, It's like three individual stories, and the third one, 
is not only in the Scooby-Doo style where Batman and Robin look like the super friends Batman and Robin. Right. But the freaking Scooby-Doo gang is there and they're having to solve a mystery uh, that involves uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, that's awesome. It's it's worth watching. Um, if you got uh, if you got 10 minutes before uh, before you split, uh, I don't know, and, and you feel like it, I'll show it to you or not. Yeah, either way. I definitely will have to check it out. But it's 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 pretty crazy though, man. I mean, it's actually Scooby Shaggy and and um uh I haven't looked at the credits, but it's pretty clear to me that uh, I don't know if Frank Welker is doing Scooby. Surely he is because he does still work. Yeah. Um, but um, um, I think Matthew Lillard is doing uh, Shaggy's voice. Oh, really? In, yeah. Instead of uh, the old standby Casey Kasem. Because he did it in the. Uh... Yeah, he did it in the, in the two live action yeah, movies. Yeah, and he was which, actually pretty good. Which were underrated, by the way. The first one definitely was yeah. was underrated. The I second thought. one was uh, was good fun too. Um, I think that the first one is better. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got the first one on Blu-ray too. I couldn't stand it. I saw it. At, I saw it for like I don't know. It was it was less than ten dollars. Oh yeah. And uh, so since we we had had uh, I'd had a, a bad copy of Scooby Doo. I mean, literally like I. I duped it off a of VHS oh, tape. Gosh. It was awful. And bad. yeah, I duped it off a of VHS onto a, a recordable DVD, and that's what uh, that's what Zoe uh, watched and enjoyed for many moons. And then one day, I saw it in on Blu-ray format, and I said, "You know what? I don't care if you can't watch it in the car. <laughs> Get the Blu-ray, and it's nice." I like. You know what I like now is um, the DVD Blu-ray combo packs. Yes. That they put out now? Yeah. Because, like, the Tron Legacy one that just came out, I bought the combo pack. I'm so jealous. And I gave the DVD to my kids. Oh, no kidding. I kept okay. the Blu-ray. Yeah. They have the DVD, and I've done that with a few other Yeah. Combos. At, at one point, it was kind of nice because, uh, um, well, if you're in the bedroom, watch the DVD. If you're in the living room, watch the Blu-ray. Right. But, but um, for Christmas, I got a, like, $89 Sony Blu-ray player, and I moved the old Blu-ray player um, back into the bedroom, so now it's a moot point. But they can still watch that uh, if we were to go on the road, and if they were going to use the little portable DVD player, then you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, life is good, boys. <clears throat> so the Aqua Teen Hunger Force started out as they were detectives. Mm-hmm. And that and lasted I, for what two episodes, two or three episodes, <laughs> and then after then, it's just been uh, their misadventures with their uh, neighbor. Carl, yes. mostly. Well, and I love and you that guys have heard me. They actually referenced that in what, like the third episode or something. I was like, "Weren't you guys detectives?" Oh man, that was uh, yeah. You know, it was a while ago. We don't really do that anymore. All right, yeah, sure. So Carl is the, the huge uh, Giants fan, and uh, he lives next door. They live in the Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's how you know South they live Jersey. in Jersey, right? Really? Now, do they do they live in the South Jersey Shore? Next That's, to Dr. Weird's uh, headquarters? I don't think it's next to him, now. Okay. It's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs> Dude, if it's so great, then how come you ain't got it? Hey. Let's do this thing. Light this candle. So, he loves uh, 70s rock. <laughs> as uh, Hey, cold as ice! Where is that? I got double vision! He's a big Foreigner fan. I'm captain of... The- oh, that's wrong. <laughs> I was looking for one that said solo, and, and of course, that's that was solo, hey, but that, the wrong solo. That uh, that solo, man, that used to be a uh, used to be a ringtone. Man. I got to tell you, I spent about three nights in the clink because of that, but it was so worth it. 
I like the uh, the the second solo he does. I've got that here somewhere. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> they've they've been doing they did what seven or eight seasons, and so at the end of episode one hundred, they reinvented the show. Actually, it was a kind of a breaking the fourth wall type of thing where Dana Snyder, the voice of Master Shake, went to the TV people to get his syndication money because they did 100 episodes. Okay. Well, it doesn't count because they weren't 30-minute shows. They were only 15-minute shows. Okay. That's why he was asking him to uh, to double package them. Huh? Right, right. So he could get his syndication <laughs> money. But then the, he, he went ahead and, and uh, reimagined the show as Aqua Unit Patrol Squad. So this season... They had been promoing the newest season of Aquatine Hunger Force, but they had said that they were going to basically rebrand and rename the show to Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. Yes. And it it aired on May the 7th or May the 8th, whatever Mother's Day was. Okay. And uh, I w- if you had seen episode 100, then you saw that Scooby-Doo cartoon thing they did, and I thought, if they've taken the greatest mm-hmm. TV show ever next to Lost... <laughs> And changes it to that dumb Scooby Doo ripoff. <laughs> I'm going to be really upset. Yeah, we, I saw that right before we uh, right before we taped, and I got to say that uh, it was amusing, but I did not like the no. animation style. I, no. I would have I would have quickly gone insane if I had been expected to have watched that for the next I don't know however many years they'll grace us with that show. What do you got going on over there, Zoe? We're trying to mm-hmm. make the uh, yes. We're trying to preserve. Oh, that's sweet by putting them, uh, encasing them in amber, basically. Oh, wow. There you go. Boom. Hole punch. I didn't even clip my finger that time. So I'm pretty happy about that. So they've been, I've been following Dave Willis on Twitter and he's been talking about the new Aqua Unit Patrol Squad. And, uh, on iTunes, it actually comes up as Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. Okay. So. If you're looking for the newest oh, okay. season of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. Unless you look at Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. So the show has just ended Well, it's if the you're same, an ATHF uh, homer. Kind of in name. You know, yeah. even in the, in the episode, the new episode <laughs> uh, of Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1, they, they talk about how, oh, that was the old show. This is the new show. Yes. So that was pretty funny. Yeah. So speaking of breaking the fourth wall, yeah. it was awesome. But... Uh, Dude, they better though. Did you see the? Uh, did you actually see it um, uh, off of uh, uh, Cartoon Channel? No, actually, I watched it the next morning on iTunes. Okay, because did they have? They didn't have the uh, um, the Adult Swim billboards attached to it, did they? No, I did okay. record that, but I was too sleepy to stay up and watch it. Okay, and be- I never did watch it because. Um, because I'd already seen it, and I keep forgetting. I just hurt my toe again. Oh, dang it! Don't do uh, that. that. But apparently, there were some funny advertisements or something. Well, it just uh, they had some uh, some notes uh, written by uh, Dave Willis, right? Uh, that 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 uh, billboarded before the episode went out, and uh, one of them, the first one, says that that is the last appearance of Doctor Weird. Oh no! Yeah, which which really bums me out because it may have been his best appearance too. Well, Doctor Weird. Has mm-hmm. with with the exception of one of the seasons where they did the space Kataz 
yes. open before the space, space Cataz. Space Cataz. Tease. You know, I was never able. To, I was never able to find a, a perfect uh, translation of Space Cataz. Space Cataz. I, I assume that meant space cats. If that meant anything at all. Oh, that was sweet. Oh, thank you, Zoe. So I each, just, I've got a flower necklace on now. It's nice. So that's pretty macho. And your yeah. headphones are stuck to your neck for all time also. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and Zoe thinks that's funny. Um, <laughs> like, like myself, apparently some people were less than pleased that they... <coughs> really? Pardon me, that they were changing the name. Oh, why? From huh? Aqua Teen Hunger Force to Aqua Unit Patrol Squad 1. Okay. And uh, they, <clears throat> Aqua, uh, Adult Swim ran some of the voicemails from fans. Okay. So here's one. All uh, right. It starts off with a billboard and some music playing. So some, I'm interested. Some fans are less than pleased. Hey, uh, Who's this going to be? This is uh, just an anonymous fan. You know, okay. You don't need to know my name. We're not giving out names here. But you- For those of you who are familiar, you can tell that that's Carl, the neighbor. He doesn't like change. And... Uh, and he does like the Giants. He does like the Giants and his... Um, Lawrence his, Taylor. Yes. You didn't know my name. We're not giving out names here, but you'll know why I'm calling. <laughs> what is up with Agua? Agua Unit Patrol Squad 1? That's the best name you geniuses could come up with? I have to discover this on the internet where I go for my opinion. <laughs> no wonder the Chinese are whipping our ass when it comes to everything but like robot movies. <laughs> also on the internet, I discovered naked pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I think I like the view. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seriously. You gotta get the word out on this. Why am I not informed of these high priority matters? I'm their friggin' neighbor. I mean, I'm a fan. I'm just a fan. I watch the show. I love the show. And I don't like that you're messing with the formula. I hope season 10 of Aqua, whatever the f*** you want to call it, still starts on Sunday, May 8th. Because if it don't, I'm coming over to your house. Genius. That new... uh, Love the sting. Yeah, that new theme song was done by Josh Holm of... uh, Queens of the Stone Stone Age. Age. And and a couple other uh, side projects, too. Yeah. But, But... all cool people know him from so basically Age. the only difference, you know, after the first episode was uh, they don't live in Jersey anymore; they live in Seattle. It it looks very similar to Jersey yeah, though, it does which is amusing. I think they use a lot of the same sets. Yeah, and because those uh, sets are expensive. Detectives now they're yeah. trying to be more of a detective. Now wait a minute, did the show? That's one thing that confused me because as the show starts, I mean, out of the open, not not we're not talking the teaser or the open, uh, right. which were sublime by the way. But out of the open, they're doing their detective thing, but they haven't made the move to Seattle as far as we know. Because um, after Shake gets out of the hyperbaric chamber, not hyperbaric, sorry, the cryogenic chamber, right? Um, then they show you the lower third, Seattle. Yeah. But they don't show you that before it. So are we to assume, I don't know these answers, but are we to assume that uh, that they start out in South Jersey somewhere? I really don't think it matters, but I don't yeah, know the I don't know the answer to your it, question. It's a really good point, um, but I would still love to know the answer to that um, because yeah. And another thing, it's like that house, that house that uh, that they were uh, staking, that they were staking out. Uh-huh. Um, 
Is that the first time that that looked like that was on the other side of their house from Carl? Yeah, and is it that sure the, is. is that that is the first time we've ever seen the other side, the the house on the other side from Carl? I'm guessing. Um, like if you were standing at the Aquatine's front door, mm-hmm. looking out at the street. Yes. If you turned your head to the right, you would see Carl's house. Yes. Uh, we have seen what's on, what's to the right of Carl's house. Really? We've seen that, uh, but we haven't seen when if you turned your head to the left. We haven't seen what is to the left of the Aquatine's mm-hmm. house, and that's I think what that's I'm what saying. I think that's what we're seeing here. Yeah, it was a two-story. Uh, it looks like a bit of a fixer-upper. Uh, it was definitely yeah. a fixer-upper. Yeah. But it, <laughs> you know, if you like the Aquatine guys or the the characters, they're the they're still the same. They're still Shake's still self-centered and short-sighted, and Meatwad's still a dummy, and Frylock knows it, and he, you know, just wants to <laughs> get out of the situation. It's all the same. It's all. It's just glorious. God, it, and you know, just it, as much blood and explosions and fire as there was in previous seasons. It took. Um, I had to view it a second time to mm-hmm. start laughing uncontrollably at it. Mm-hmm. But the second time, I, I guess the first time I watched it again, it was Sunday, Sunday night, uh, probably early Monday morning. It was late uh, because I didn't catch the or I didn't catch the first airing, the ten forty five airing or whatever. Mm-hmm. I caught the one forty five airing, so I was already kind of. Uh, uh, pushing up daisies as far as my consciousness was concerned. And uh, I think I was just kind of feeling a little bit mellow because I was really sleepy. Um, but man, that second time I watched it. Okay. Um, can we, can we play the, <laughs> let me play the open. <laughs> we play the last appearance of Dr. Weird. I see. I'm laughing just thinking about this. So most <laughs> you want me to do it or do you have it? I got it. Okay. With, the, with the exception of, of the whole space Kataz season, the show has always started with Dr. Weird, who's got like this fish tank helmet. It's real tall, though, because mm-hmm. his hair stands straight up. Yes. He's got an assistant named Steve, and Dr. Weird is always doing these crazy things. He's like... He's aptly uh, named. Yeah, he's got these inventions, and normally they end up <laughs> harming Steve somehow or... Or himself. <laughs> or himself. And he, one time he got on a kick where he was cutting all sugars out of his diet. <laughs> <laughs> manually with a chainsaw and so he was like chopping limbs off and stuff but this what's well, like uh steve martin's uh miracle diet to get you down to that miracle 76 pounds uh-huh just start chopping limbs off until you get your uh miracle weight this episode sees dr weird and, and steve here i'll pu- pull it up a little bit uh at a diner dr weird's favorite restaurant on the south jersey shore that's that's the name of the restaurant by the yeah. way I demand that it be removed. Here comes the waitress. She pulls Thank it out. You. Uh, you know, you could probably get it for free now. It's Steve. <laughs> Woman, bring back the bandage. I want it for free. She throws it at him. And there's the new theme. That's, you can hear Schooly D. Oh, yeah. Right and that's the animation style though is tremendous yeah. it's very it's very gritty it's uh borderline black exploitation yeah. uh it's uh 
kind of got that Harvey Birdman thing where it's panels sliding in and out and everything's gritty. Tonight's episode, Alan, part one. And the, the great George Lowe with the voiceover. I want his voice. This is my theory. This is the name of this episode was Alan Part One. I'm still not sure part why it's one. called Alan. I, if there was an Alan, in is there, Alan is Alan not the name of the uh, the space dude at the end? Oh yeah. Or no? Is that was we find him in? Uh, we see him in the promo for episode two, don't we? Well, is it, is it the thing that looks like the the alien face hugger? Isn't uh, that Alan? Oh, okay. I was voiced thinking. by the great Stephen Wright. Oh, is that who does it? Yeah, yeah. Listen, let me let me play a little <laughs> bit of, of his audio. You can tell that's him. Look, we both know this isn't working out. I just think I need to see other people <laughs> who are asleep. That's totally Stephen Wright. At the oh end, my it, gosh. it credits him. <laughs> and by the way, people, so this episode is funny. But it gets funnier the more you watch it, okay? It's like fine wine. Let it age a little bit. Let it percolate a little bit. Come back to it. Give it a second shot. It's so hard to explain what it is about this cartoon that appeals to me and what makes me laugh so much. Wear an adult diaper, though, because you may wet yourself You know, laughing. I just It's so bizarre, and it's so... I don't know, man. And it's, this so, is probably, it's so hard for me to, ex- to express... Yeah. You know, f- the whole so few people speak with pizzazz that whole bit right i can't well and it's hard for me to explain why this is and i'm thinking that what is this episode 221 this is probably not a good episode for the ladies because i have never met one lady who gets or appreciates or enjoys aqua teen hunger force i hope i'm wrong surely there's somebody out there who can do that i know of one um, excellent she is a listener of the walking dead tv podcast okay cool on Twitter, her handle is Fisty LaRue. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I had checked in to Get Glue. Okay. Yeah, you know what Get Glue is? I do. I, I, I think I looked at it once and went, yeah. I out. checked in to Get Glue um, watching okay. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes. It, it pinged my Twitter okay. feed saying, you know, I'm watching it or whatever. That's and she responded back and said, I love that show. So that's wow. that's one girl. That's I one. Know. That's one okay. girl I know that loves Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Three hundred and thirty some odd million Americans, and we have found one female that appreciates that show. So we're pretty happy about that. It does seem to be a, a dude show now. I, I don't know if I, I showed um, um, episode five, the first appearance of, um, oh my gosh, the the beer is finally kicking in. The very first, you mean? Thank episode, you, Barley. Episode five of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes, it's the first appearance of um, Ignignot. No, that's her, episode four. Oh, is that at four? Okay, the Moonanites. That's the okay. Balloonenstein well, was episode five, and that's excellent. my first episode. Oh, okay. Ever of Aqua Teen Hunger Force well, was the Balloonenstein. I sat the professor down one time, and because she was wondering what the heck I was chuckling about, and so I said, "Okay, sit down, watch this." And I showed her Attack of the Moonanites, and which is just, it's just, it's balls out funny. Let's face it. It's one of the funniest 11 minutes you could possibly spend on television. And we got to the end of it, and she goes, was that it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can go now. Here's Dr. Weird. Are you ready to rock? He's got a Marshall stack. <laughs> I'm ready to then rock. I'm gonna blow your- 
One, two, three, four. This one's called Robot Infliction. <laughs> this is, yeah, there's the Moon Rats yeah. coming into land. Okay, this is that, uh, that Zach Wild on uh, guitars. There. That, uh, that was probably Matt Malaro. Okay, he does. He, does, he, he plays a mean electric guitar. He's yes, the other co-creator. Well, one of the other uh, the the Billboard uh, one of the other Billboard notes that I thought was amusing before AUPS one was that um, uh, the that Matt uh, did the shredding guitar during the close right. of AUPS one. Uh, which is funny when you actually listen to the close of AUPS one. Was there any shredding guitar? Hell no. No, <laughs> it was like sad piano music. Yeah. <laughs> They're at Carl's house. Here. Hello, Carl. I am Ignignoct, and this is Er. I am Er. We are Moonanites <laughs> from the inner core of the moon. You said it right. Our race is hundreds of years they beyond like your characters right out of an Atari 2600 yeah, video game. They're 8-bit graphics. The name of our moon, which is the, the moon. moon. Point is, we're at the center, not you. No, the real point is, I don't give a damn. Oh, God, I could listen to all 10 minutes and then we'd have to say well, goodbye. You know, I, I have, I took all the videos mm-hmm. and I ripped the audio just so I could listen to them in the car. Mm. It's so I've got hard that. to explain. Are they... I've got that CD. What is that? Are they doing the Wii? Is that what that is? Are they dancing? Yeah, that's the uh, that is Dance Party Two. Oh, okay, something like that, or Let's Dance Two. I or saw something. them moving in unison, and I was trying to figure out how you're they supposed were doing to, that. You're supposed to ape the uh, the movements, but what's weird is it's not it's not like the Connect. Was it? I'm trying to remember the, the one that actually has the camera that looks at you, and you don't have to have a joystick or I think whatever. That's the Connect. That's the Connect. Um, but, uh, you know, you basically just got, you know, you could use the balance board for the Wii for this, I think. But basically, you just hold the wand and you do the movements and it has to basically approximate the fact that you're doing what it's telling you to do. So you're, uh, there's some cra- cra- bleh, crazy, colorful, silhouetted creature up there on the screen doing the dance moves and you have to ape it. And if you do, you, you could do that dance. if you wanted to. You darn right you could, Carl. Hey, Carl. Come on. What's the catch? I, I think you are the best thing on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. And I'm yeah! bummed. Yeah, I'm bummed that uh, you, Carl, were not in the first episode of uh, AUPS1. wonder what's up with that. Uh, that's it, he's, it's, he's, he's in the a, credits. He's in the credit, and you right. actually get to see his his last name, which yeah. is Britana Nanaluski. <laughs> Which you never. Well, I mean, no, we saw. Once. You know, we we saw a, a shot of his, his driver's, uh, driver's license. license one time. Right. Yeah. When Car- <laughs> when Meatwad was wearing a fake mustache, trying to <laughs> to get trying to cash a check. Actually, right. the Lunar Knights check. Yeah. yeah. It's a very big you know, check, the by pe- the way. Half the people out there <laughs> listening to this are going, "What the heck? What are they? Even, are they even speaking English?" <laughs> people are. Uh, <laughs> People are going, eh, maybe I'll catch up with these guys again next week for that con episode I was yeah. promised. <laughs> it's so hard to explain, this show. And I know I've said that like a million times, but those of you who know it mm-hmm. are laughing along with us. They they, they speak with pizzazz. It's like trying to explain to a lot of English, not a lot of Americans, why Monty Python is so funny. Oh, my goodness. You know? Yeah. And again, it's the same thing. It's like, no, I think there are... 
there are far more females that uh, that appreciate Monty Python than appreciate mm-hmm. uh, ATHF or AUPS one. Uh, but that's probably more a function of uh, Monty Python having been around for forty years now, um, as opposed to the how long when, when did the first episode of uh, the Aquatines come out? Was it oh four oh five something Let like that? Let me look. Let me look. I mean, surely it hasn't been around for seven or eight years now, though it's, it's go entirely to possible. W i k i p e w i k i Aquatine Hunger Force. P i s s i p p i. Let's see. Um, two thousand. No. Yep. Wow. The original version of the Aquatines was from the Space Coast, Space Ghost, oh, Coast okay. to Coast episode Baffler Meal. Okay. They appeared on the Space Ghost. Yeah, I've seen it once, but that was, they were, it was a different, diff, they looked like, bleh, radically different, didn't they? A different animation. They looked vaguely the same, but they were different animation, different style. Yeah. Um, one of the voices was different. Now, did Willis and Malaro have anything to do with Space Ghost, or was that just a total spinoff? Uh, I mean, I, I wonder, were they, were, did they give the reins to these guys, or did Malaro and Willis say, hey, we got something for Space Ghost. Check this out. Oh, listen to this. Uh, I don't know about I don't know about Space Ghost and, and how they were tied in with that. Okay. Um, in the third, let's see. In the during the first two seasons, which were released on DVD in three volumes. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's the first two seasons were spread out over three volumes. Of okay. DVD release. All right. Episodes cold opened with a glimpse into the laboratory of Dr. Weird. He and his assistant Steve used the first several seconds of the show to create monsters, disasters, and other various things. Indeed. <laughs> some of which came into play in later in the episode, some of which didn't. In earlier episodes of the first season, the monsters or creations usually formed the basis for the plot, like I just said. Mm-hmm. But as the crime-fighting element of the program disappeared, the Dr. Weird segment became a non-sequitur opening, opening gag. In the third yes. season, Dr. Weird... I think Weird, non-sequitur is a nice way to say that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the third season, Dr. Weird was dropped in favor of segments from the pilot episode of Space Cataz, an unaired spinoff created by Dave Willis and Matt Malaro. Seriously? I didn't know this until I'm just reading it. I... Six episodes were planned for production, but Adult Swim felt that there was little, if anything, that could be made into five more episodes <laughs> since all of the characters were dis- destroyed at the end of the pilot. Oh, man. These segments feature the Moonanites and the Plutonians <laughs> trading insults, gestures, and practical jokes. Uh, yeah, it says in Volume 4 box set, uh, DVD box set, you can actually see the whole first episode um, put together in, in, as one. Instead of seeing 20 seconds of it wow. in front of each yeah. episode of the yeah. Aqua Team that season. They, as they get the 20 million pizzas delivered. Yeah, 50 million large pizzas. 50 million large yeah. pizzas. <laughs> Openings were dropped, period, starting in the fourth season. Dr. Weird has not been seen since, except for yeah. appearance in the movie, and in some episodes he can be seen in a photo with Frylock. I seriously missed the cold open. Well, it may be coming back. Oh, now do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Now with but who's going to be? Because season. they promised us that that was the uh, the only um, you know the only appearance, uh, that was the last one of, appearance the, of Dr. The Weird. That was billboards, right? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I'm trying to find the uh, the Space Ghost uh, episode with um, with our our boys, but I don't know. There's like 13 pages. Oh, listen and- to this. Um, for April Fool's Day, uh, 2007, Cartoon Network 
aired for free the Aquatine Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters. Yes, I remember that. They aired it for free during the Adult Swim programming block, even though it had not yet been released into theaters. However, it was aired shrunken and in the bottom corner of the normal programming that was being aired at the time and contained right. no sound. That's right. So it was just a yeah, really it was, small box. It was basically about two pixels wide. Yeah, and there yeah. was no sound. <laughs> um, there is a sequel currently being planned called Death Fighter. Planned for release in summer of 2012. Really? Uh, and unlike the first film, the sequel may be released straight to DVD. Okay. Which doesn't surprise me. I'm okay with that. An Adult Swim bump addressed the status of this film, referencing Wikipedia's claim that it is happening, followed by a statement from Adult Swim that it is not. Ooh. In a 2010 interview, staff members of Radical Axis, I'm not sure what that is, confirmed mm-hmm. that a sequel was indeed in production and mentioned the possibility that the film might be made in 3D. I have a really hard time believing that they would go so far as to make it in 3D. <laughs> Anything's, anything is possible. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So, so how long is this thing? I I, I found the uh, it's 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 funny. Uh, um, I wonder if this is just another inside joke on the part of the Aqua Swim cats. But uh, how long is this thing? It looks like it's only a minute fifty. Um, it what says video dot adult swim dot com space coast 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 slash Aqua Teen Hunger Force Part Two dot html. So I went in and I just uh, I manually. Uh, overwrote two and wrote one to see if I could find Aquatine Force Part One dot HTML and it comes up with a very funny uh, picture of a guy and it says sorry basically we'll what is that, that thing you were looking at though the uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast Aquatine Hunger Force Space Ghost sells out the gang for a houseboat oh okay I don't know what that means <clears throat> but yeah uh, Shake Shake doesn't look you know what you know what it looks like um, oh my gosh what's the uh uh, the episode where uh, uh, Shake kind of goes to the underworld, and uh, that uh, that creature keeps trying to chop him in two with the axe. The Brood Witch. The Brood Witch. Thank you. One of my favorite episodes. Thank. thank How about the sun dried tomatoes? Yeah. <laughs> he he kind of. It's very Brood Witchy looking animation. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, yeah. Exactly. It's clearly not the same uh, Master Shake we're used to. Yeah. Um. And the guy who does, who currently mm-hmm. does um, the voice of the main guy on Bob's Burgers, his name is, oh, okay. his name is H. John Benjamin. Okay. He does a lot of voices on Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah. I've, um, I, I've not given that Bob's Burgers a, a shot in heck yet. I watched one episode and wasn't thrilled with it. It's like, meh. I like the guy's voice. I think it's funny. Yeah. He also played the live action uh, Master Shake on the live action episode really? of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about then. Yeah. It was funny. It's T-Pain played uh, <laughs> Frylock. <laughs> Which makes a lot of sense. If you've ever seen the yes. Carrie Means, you, know, you would get the joke. So, yeah, um, that's how it goes. I personally want to thank the listeners for uh, indulging me and Bill. This was for truly... This was truly a half hour wasted for anybody out there. And and again, this just goes to prove how desperately we need Frank in mm-hmm. studio. So You know, I've thought about what would happen to the show if, if Frank was to die in a, an unfortunate smelting accident or something like right. that. I think we may have to kill Aqua uh, kill uh 
half hour wasted. Yeah. Maybe we could come up with a new show. But yeah. it wouldn't be the same without Frank, as in, as is evident the last couple of weeks. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're no slouches, but uh, you know, we not, none of us, you know, neither of us have the uh, have the verve and pizzazz that Frank brings to the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody thinks that. I, I um, we haven't uh, sifted through the feedback from the uh, from last know, week's episode. From last week's episode yet. So. I wonder if that listener will ever reveal himself i don't know well, yeah you know, i don't want to be i don't want to start being uh play billy detective but it seems like it has to be someone close to the show because just a listener you know probably wouldn't have had those experiences with frank so yeah you know, i don't know maybe a, maybe someday we'll know what happened and you who know maybe frank hasn't just been he hasn't been honest with us maybe he's he's been hanging out with some fans on the side or something we've got a cat that i'm pretty sure goes and lives with another family occasionally yeah. because she'll be gone for like three weeks yeah literally and then we'll be sure we'll never see her again it's and she'll like, show back up. Kind of like Terry O'Quinn and the stepfather. Okay. <laughs> right? He had two families. Yeah. Or was that the stepfather? No, I no, no. I'm confusing, I'm confusing two different movies. There was one movie. Terry O'Quinn actually was in a, in a movie called okay. The Stepfather. But there was another movie where this guy had like two families. Mm-hmm. And he would go on extensive road trips. Uh huh. For business, well, and it, when he was gone for three weeks at a yeah. time from family A, he was yeah. actually um, home for family B. Let that be a lesson to you, ladies. Uh, those of you ladies who listen to Half Hour Waste on a regular basis, do not. I mean, I mean, always. No, I mean, do not marry a traveling salesman. It will end in heartbreak, and maybe even some sorrow. Nothing good can come of it. That's just my advice. And besides, do you really want to marry a traveling salesman anyway? Because, I mean, do you do you need someone to come to your door to sell you a vacuum cleaner or a fine set of knives? And really, do you want a stranger showing up at your door with a huge parcel of knives, and you just you're just gonna let them in? Well, you know, I mean, it's like, hey, uh, you know, hello, hi there, Mrs. Um, well, Mrs. Jarlsberg and Jorgensen, may I show you these fine knives I have? Um, I'm a little busy. That's okay. This won't take a moment. And hey, you'll get this paring knife for free just for listening. Well, okay. So the lady opens the door. The guy comes in. He's got. 50, 100 knives of every possible shape and size, and it's just cool. You just you just let them in. You let them unwrap the knives in the living room, and you sit down on the sofa in a position that's not easily defensible. That, that sounds like a good idea to people. That only happens in the movies. That doesn't happen in real life. I don't know. Let me tell you, the, the worst job, well, not the worst job I ever had, but the least lucrative job I ever had uh, and this is a true story. I'm I'm not jacking with the audience here. Uh, for about a month, I tried selling vacuum cleaners door to door. Really? Hey, guess what? That job sucks. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> Newsflash. Well, um, it was going to be easy money, bro. I was going to be driving a I was going to be driving a fast car, man. I was going to be driving a new Acura or something because. Hey, for every one of these filter queens you sell for nine hundred bucks, you get a hundred dollar commission, bro. And it's all on commission, so you don't sell, you don't, you don't cash. But 
you know, these are the days when you're making a minimum wage, which was, shoot, man. Were we making five bucks an hour back then? I don't think I'm, so. I'm not even sure. Um, so you can work for, you can work a part-time job for a whole week to make a hundred some odd dollars, or you could sell one filter queen vacuum cleaner. And let me tell you what, I'm not going to give you the sales pitch. Those things were bad to the bone. Did you walk in and they throw weren't, dirt on people's floors and stuff? You know, they actually, they actually, that was part of the sales really? pitch. And, uh, um, I, I did a number of, I did a few presentations, a number maybe is exaggerating, but I did a few presentations and I actually got, Hey, one is a number. Uh, yeah. Tell me about it. Um, but I actually got one is the loneliest number. I got one lady and, and her family mm-hmm. who I won over with my pizzazz. Really? And man, she was like, dude, she was going to buy it. And it was like, dude, this could actually happen for me. This is like two weeks into me working for him, making nothing otherwise. And, um, so I'm going to make my hundred bones or whatever. And they turned her credit down. Uh Oh yeah. And at that point I said, that's the writing on the wall and I'm seeing it. Yeah. And goodbye. And I think, uh, next stop Sears. So that was pretty awesome. But I did learn how to, uh, 10 key. Yeah. You, you can quit trying to be so positive. This sucks. And you know, it. <laughs> if I had Carl with me, that how much w- do you make a year? <laughs> Dude, I would have had that first quote from him on a loop. Yeah. <laughs> those were, man, those were lean times, boy. It was a, it was a good thing I didn't How have to. How much do you make a yeah, year? It was a good thing I didn't have to pay my own rent. Or maybe I maybe I was, just wasn't paying it. Uh, I could. Oh, here's that one that you were you were wanting to hear. Yes! Greatness. Okay, the first person who emails, uh, who, who uh, responds on the forum for episode 220, whatever this is, and uh, correctly identifies the song that the first half of that was based off of, uh, gets a, a mention. I'd actually like show. to know. Here it is again. Hmm? Yeah, that part right there. Right. Okay. I'll tell you off air. I'll give you a hint. It's not foreigner. Okay, there's we'll, your hint, uh, people. The first person who responds on the thread, uh, I'll actually send him a trade. Dude. I'll, pull, I'll pull one out of, the, out of the prize closet, and I'll send him a trade. Dude. For correctly identifying... That song. I like it. See, there was a reason to listen yeah. to this episode. You there just was. didn't know it for the you first 30 some odd minutes. You never, never know. <laughs> hey, you got kids? <laughs> Dude, if it's so great, then how come you ain't got it? Yeah. Hey, let me tell you what. I've come around on this episode. I'm I'm now, I'm in. I'm I'm emotionally invested in uh, in this episode, whichever yeah, number it is. Yeah, there we go. Oh, the jealousy comes out. <laughs> Uh, I'm so jealous of your soundboard. I'm gonna, I need to have you uh, email me your template That's or something. Right. This is still my favorite one here. No, I understand. I understand. Take your time. Take your time. I need an answer in the next five minutes, but take your time. All right. Nice. Let's say goodbye. It's the funniest thing on Adult Swim next to check it out with Dr. Steve Brule. First person who responds on the thread to 
episode 221 with that with that song that Carl was soloing we'll get a a, a a trade from the prize closet. Hey, and uh, if you want a, a couple of my duplicate issues, a Legion of Superheroes, uh, which are probably going to be post-zero hour, um, uh, you can let me know, and I'll throw a couple of those in, too. Yeah. Send them out in the same hey, in the same package. By the way. Yes. Uh, you know, we're not big fans of, uh, well, we're big fans of, of teasing content for upcoming shows, but we so rarely know what we're going to do next week right. that we almost never do tease. Uh, and I don't know if this is going to come next week because we've got a con episode coming up. So this may be a couple weeks down the road here. But um, uh, but Frank and uh, maybe Brad, I don't really remember, um, they insist that, um, that Legion continuity is really convoluted and complicated. And um, so I'm going to go through all that, and I'm going to prove you guys wrong. So I, you know, stand by for that. I'd love to hear that. Um, I, will, uh, I will dial that up, and uh, life will be just good. Hey, um, we call it Legion 101. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, don't tell the don't tell Paul French and Legion Substitute Podcasters. I may be stealing some of their thunder. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It could happen. Hey, uh, do you want me to try and get all the way through the uh, boilerplate this time? I'm pretty sure my computer's not going to. Yeah, no, vibrate go for on it. me. Go all right. Hello, I'm Bill. Not like that. Okay. Not like that. Um, hi there. I'm Bill from Plano, Texas, and you've been listening to Half Hour Wasted, a proud member of the HHWLD Podcast Network, and that, boys and girls, makes you cool. Visit the show's website at www. Do I have to say the stupid triple W? Why does Frank have no. that in the boilerplate? Okay, I'm going to edit that out. I'm making an executive call. Okay. okay. <sighs> Three, two. Visit the show's website at halfhourwasted.com to check out blogs, photos, and more. Don't forget to visit the new message board at forumforgeeks.com. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com. See, he doesn't do it there. Or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Do we know what that spells out? It's usually on the numeric, on no. the, alpha, the alphanumerical keypad. The 3830 is going to spell something. So we'll, we'll check that out. We'll get back to you. So leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Okay. You can also drop us an individual email at Brad, Frank, or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. And those are individual. That's Brad at halfhourwasted, Frank at halfhourwasted, or Bill at halfhourwasted. I've always thought it's complicated. But, you know, I'm not going to tell Frank, you know, he's wrong because we all uh, knew what happened, uh, you know, last episode. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Half Hour Wasted, one word. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. We're coming about every Thursday on the same feed. The beer's kicking in. My tongue's getting heavy. Check out the Walking Dead TV podcast. Keep an eye out for Speak of the Devil. Really? Anymore. Yeah, see, that, that Frank, needs to be. Come on, Frank. There needs to be an edit. Uh, is is right there an now. edit uh, feature on right this? Now. Okay, cool. Right now. All right. Uh, so instead of uh, watching out for Speak of the Devil, keep an eye out for the Black Box. And Media Minutes. For PKD Media's Black Box podcast starring the great Sean Pryor and sometimes Donnie Darko, or whatever that guy's name is. Salvo. Salvo? Whatever. Um, he's a comedian. He can handle it. Um, and, hey, Media Minutes. Those things, they're short, they're bite-sized, they're great. Uh, eat them up. Uh, lastly, visit our sponsor, DCBService.com. And remember, till next week, he's Brad. I'm Bill. The dude who's not over there is Frank. Um, Sage and Zoe and the professor in the living room, but they're not listening. But they and we and hopefully you will see us next time. Again, badly worded I know. on Half Hour Wasted.